Hi everyone, this is Kaya Ra. For those of you who are new to my work, I'm the best-selling author of The Sophia Code and the ordained Oracle for an Ascended Master High Council called the Sophia Dragon Tribe. I'd like to welcome you to this month's Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective call, especially if you're new. This is your first time joining our international community of lightworkers. I want to extend a warm welcome to you across the heart waves. Um, some of our members have been joining in prayer and meditation with the Ascended Masters in this international movement for uh, close to four years, maybe a little bit longer at this point. So we want you to know that this is an established community that um, has a, a very open heart to welcoming your presence here and exactly where you're at in your journey. What we believe in is we believe in the sovereign divinity of your own soul and that your soul found the Sophia Code movement uh, to assist and support your human awareness in awakening to the truth of your sovereign divinity. And in our Sophia Code Mystery School, what we learn about is how to, number one, embody our sovereign divinity, and then number two, learn how to lead others in how, in how they are being called to embody their own higher self. We've all been created equally sovereign and equally divine. We have all been created in the image of our source. Uh, many people call source consciousness God. Some people call it Buddha. Some people call it the Christ. Some people simply call it spirit. Whatever you call that source light presence and the womb of creation, the nothingness and the light that those two principles that alchemize into this world of form in which our souls experience an education, a journey through time and space to remember uh, the truth of our sovereign divinity and further the opportunity to create with that sovereign divinity, new worlds, new paradigms, new thoughts, new forms and ways of loving one another, ways that we haven't even discovered yet that over our journey through space and time, we, when we awaken into our creatorhood, we discover it's more than just surviving life. It's about creating for life, on behalf of life, and gratitude for life. And that's where the game gets really interesting as to why we're here. So I want to thank <clears throat> each and every one of you that are, I see coming onto the call tonight. It's so good to see so many of you here. And we're going to have a full journey with the Sophia Dragon Tribe. Tonight's overlighting mentors are Kuan Yin and Hathor. Hathor is key code two in the Sophia Code cosmology. She of a thousand voices in her lifetime as a living master in a golden age of Egypt. She had mystery school, mystery schools all over this planet in which she trained her students and how to access their creative genius through the power of their voice, through focusing their intentions, through the creation of, that happens neurologically when you marry your mind with your heart and become a clear embodiment for channeling your own higher self's divinity. And she taught millions of people how to do this. It was a very special time on the planet. And one of her key what really stands out about her key code, key code two in the Sophia code, is how multidimensional Hathor was as a teacher. 
the Sophia Code talks uh, in chapter one about 30,000 years of human history that for the most part, we don't have a full account of, not even close. But the truth is that when I was channeling the, the codex, what Hathor as well as the entire Sophia Dragon tribe was sharing with me, that in truth, the, the con some of the content that we are reading about goes back about 300,000 years. If you're really going to throw a dart at the time that Hathor was walking this planet and that level of a golden age actually occurred as well as some of the other golden ages that occurred on this planet, such as Shambhala. Tara, we can't even conceive the, the time span that goes between her journey from Karnak to Earth here and her Kiko 3 transmission. However, it does give us a context of how long we as a species have been journeying in the evolution of what it means to claim our power, to create with our sovereign power, to embody our sovereign power, uh, what happens when we walk a path of free will and occasionally align ourselves with divine will and or completely align ourselves with divine will, how that changes the outcome of what we create with ourselves and we, with each other and for certain ages on the planet. When we step into a conversation with Hathor or Tara in the Sophia Code, what we are stepping into is an understanding that we are evolving far beyond this lifetime. We are evolving through many lifetimes simultaneously, which is what is revealed in Hathor's chapter. She talks about a concept, electro-ecstatic bliss, that your soul, which actually we would call it an oversoul, an oversoul <clears throat> is responsible for many incarnations happening at the same time, which we read about in Mother Mary's chapter in the Sophia Code. She defines the oversoul in her chapter. And as many of you know, Mother Mary was a Hathor, so she was she was a, a high priestess in the lineage of Hathor. So she has a very strong understanding of these teachings, which was very important to be revealed, continued to be revealed in the Sophia Code in Mother Mary's chapter so we could understand that Christianity was, mystic Christianity was actually founded in, these, in, in many of these Egyptian teachings about how multidimensional the soul really is. And then it gives us a much broader context of what that, that ministry of Christ consciousness really extends to historically across space and time. So why is this all important for tonight? Well, all of us this summer, uh, and especially over this past week leading up to the fall equinox that's happening on the, I believe the 23rd, it's coming up very soon, um, we've been We've been moving through some very deep waters during this full moon in Pisces, leading up to last night's full moon in Pisces. We've been going deep in clearing the traumas, the pain, the obstacles, the challenges of other lifetimes that we have lived. Now, in Hathor's chapter of the Sophia Code, she talks about all of our lifetimes happening simultaneously. And that the way we can access all uh, information, knowledge, gifts, and skills from our other lifetimes is through our electrons. I'm not going to go into a whole dissertation about that tonight, 
but it's a bit of a recap to set us up for tonight's really exciting guided meditation where we're going to be receiving blessings and healing from both Hathor and Kuan Yin. So tonight's guided meditation and prayer, the purpose is to assist and support open, opening up the stargate of your own heart, the doors of your own consciousness, so that your own divinity can connect with a lifetime that you are living in another reality that you need the information, you need the strength and the gifts and the talents from that lifetime to become a part of you in this lifetime, in this reality. Many of us, many of us came here with very strong divine purposes to lead in some capacity whether that is leadership that is seen under a spotlight or leadership that is supporting um, a evolution of consciousness in whatever respective field that you represent. We are all here to lead through our gifts and talents and how we, each of our roles intersect with each other's, another person's role, a community role. We're, we're a puzzle piece to each one of us. Each one of us provides um, insight and wisdom and teaching and healing for one another. Everything comes together in the co-creation of a new paradigm. When everyone is activated enough to fulfill that role in the creation of the new paradigm. Hathor's, Hathor's community, Hathor's mystery school lineage had so many people activated into their divine purpose roles of leadership, which expanded into every field possible that is required to, to be in a relationship with life. <clears throat> it wasn't just the arts, it was also the sciences. It was all of the ways that we can improve how we live our day-to-day -day lives. We can lead in any capacity and, and anyone connected to Hathor found joy in the roles that they were serving because it was expressing their desire to grow and expand. So that's what you and I are sitting with, grappling with at times, <laughs> maybe even crying about or um, getting really strongly um, available for, depending on whatever the emotional response is to the call that you're hearing within your heart at this time, you're we're all being called to action. Simply put, we're all being called to become a part of what's happening here, to become active co-creators and way showers of our highest potential. Because there's so much of the opposite happening on this planet at this time that we have to, at the very least, create a balance and the solution of a new paradigm through our embodiment. And even if, it, even if it's beyond the balance, lucky us, creating a completely new paradigm of way showers that offer an alternative to what so many people are living out there, which is a, a, a reality that is devoid of hope and holiness. So recent this, over this past few months, I've been recently integrating a quote unquote past life. That's actually a parallel, you know, of course you could, you're, you're welcome to think about, 
your other lifetimes as past lives, it's easier for the mind to process it that way because we live in such a linear world. So you can refer to your lives as past lives or future lives or parallel lives. Either way, <clears throat> all of reality is happening now. And there has been this one lifetime. Uh, I, I was When I came in as a child, I had many memories of many, many lifetimes that I've lived. But you know, there are so many lifetimes that we've all lived. There's no way I would remember all of them. Uh, and I, I remembered the ones that I needed to know when I first arrived here as a child. And what's happened over the course of my life is that when I was ready to remember another lifetime, it would arise in my consciousness in various ways that that time had come, that there was another part of me somewhere in the universe that wanted to be reintegrated into me in this reality, in this, I almost said time zone, <laughs> but it's like at, in this, uh, this year that, or this human lifetime that I'm living right now that's having this conversation with you. So this summer, there was um, a lifetime that came into my awareness that was, was rather shocking for me to remember. There was a lot of information and energy and um, that I had to begin to integrate into my awareness that this that this was this was unfolding before my very eyes and and what to do with that information and and at first I resisted it I thought I don't know if I can go there I don't know if I can really be with this information that's coming to me I, I don't I don't know how I feel about it and what I realized was that no matter what my mind wanted to say about it it was my heart was calling this part of me home and there was gifts and skills and talents that I had embodied in that lifetime that I absolutely needed at this point in my ministry right here and right now in this year. And so what I went through was this process of identifying, well, how does my body feel if, if I am to resist that this part of me is coming back? And how does it feel to function with that resistance? So I spent about a couple of weeks exploring that version of what life would feel like resisting this part of me coming back to me. And then after exploring what that reality felt like, which was not comfortable at all, I started to explore what it would feel like to integrate this new voice, new to my consciousness, but was a part of me in another lifetime into my voice in this lifetime and into this time and space continuum. And what did that mean for her? And what did that mean for me? And, and how did those two consciousness come together and blend to alchemize into even more of, of my soul coming into this reality? So remember the construct of the oversoul in Mother Mary's chapter is you have this massive soul, eternal soul that expands on forever. And that your soul has access to every, every universe, every multiverse, every parallel reality, um, and all different levels of reality, from the highest heights to the dark, the lowest lows of, you know, just the, the bottom feeding realities of the base primordial evolution and everything in between, um, from the most sophisticated places to, to the mundane that you can incarnate into. And what happens is your oversoul sends a stream of your consciousness through a higher self 
down into a planetary matrix, down into a physical reality. And believe me, Earth is not the only place that any of us are incarnating into. And further, Earth is not the only place that you only have one lifetime at a time. Your, your oversoul can download multiple higher selves into multiple realities simultaneously at different coordinate times on the space-time continuum. What's happening in this lifetime is because it is such an important lifetime for our collective ascension and for your personal ascension, many of your lifetimes want to be gathered into this lifetime, into your body here and now. And that's why for many of us earth angels that came to the earth at this time, we wonder why do I feel like the healing will never end? It's because you're not just healing this lifetime. What's interesting about this modern time we are living in is that there is enough freedom on this planet, not granted. I know there are many cultures around the world that have dictatorships and are deeply uh, imprisoned, but there is enough freedom on this planet that many souls are choosing to calibrate all of their lifetimes in the freedom that they are afforded in this embodiment in this lifetime. It's like the lifetime to clean it all up, clean all the lifetimes up simultaneously because it only had the cleanup only needs to happen in one body. If you can call through your electrons, all of the experiences back into a single body that is being activated consciously to awaken to the totality of your sovereign divinity, you can start like a um, magnetizing all of those karmic lessons to you into a single point reference. In chapter three of the Sophia Code, that's called the zero point calibration, which all ascended masters have to go through before they ascend. Out of, uh, off of all of the all the different physical planes that they are incarnated into, so it's it's this is the golden ticket lifetime. And do you have access to mentors such as Hathor and Kuan Yin from the Sophia Dragon Tribe in such a real and profound way through this ministry and this cosmology? We're very 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 blessed because they are supporting us in ways that countless ways we can't even understand in the unknotting of our uh, karma, our wounds, uh, maybe even karmic debts that we still owe. There is a divine orchestration that is happening where you and I are accelerating in how quickly we can burn through what we have explored and maybe need to rectify or rect reconcile with ourselves for in, in other incarnations, as well as have the opportunity to review everything that we've learned, to gather all the pearls of wisdom and to leave the trauma behind. That's a really big step that we're taking as a community this year. I know that many of us as well, the 2019 was just, wow, it's just been a real worker. Um, of constant healing and integration and empowerment and activation and then repeat. Been on a spin cycle for a while. But if you can step inside the perspective of Hathor and Kuan Yin, which we're going to do in tonight's guided prayerful meditation, what you'll be able to really feel within your body is, wow, what an opportunity to become so much more of who I really am 
And what an opportunity to share so much more of who I really am without there being some weird medieval persecution or oppression for that. The truth is that we're far safer than we've ever been to embody this much divinity if we're willing to be in that practice every day. And so I'd like to begin by, let's do the invocation to open up that space um, for, this uh, for this meditation. We're going to do a few readings. We're going to do the invocation. We're going to do a few readings from the Sophia Code. And um, oh, and before I do that invocation, we were asked to share about the um, the jewelry that I'm wearing to support tonight's transmission. Tonight I'm wearing the Kuan Yin Waters of Compassion, Waters of Karuna Compassion medallion over my heart, and I'm wearing the Hathor key code to wristlet bracelet, um, which has keywords from Hathor's teachings that are literally this jewelry collection works as technology as I wear it on my body as anyone wears it on their body to work with your meridians and your chakras and really it's communicating directly to your divine genome whenever you adorn yourself with this collection it's creating a resonant field of Sophia Christ consciousness over your body heart and mind it's reminding you um, not just mentally but emotionally and physically of what it is that what is your practice so so this would say what's interesting is that Hathor and Kuan Yin make an incredible teaching healing combination of ascended master energies so when you wear one piece of the collection from one master and then another piece from another master you get to feel the alchemy as you wear it on your body and <laughs> as we'll see in tonight's meditation how the alchemy is woven in it's as though you can feel the waters of Kuan Yin and Hathor's radiant sun on the waters of that compassion. That would be the mixture that you would feel wearing this jewelry. So the, um, the Kuan Yin pendant is all about, this is my go-to amulet and touchstone for when I'm working with deep, um, in both inner child wounding as well as uh, in the empowerment of my innocence, divine masculine, divine feminine rebalancing. Um, it's also such a powerful touchstone for when, if I really need to be honest about how I need to be loving myself and accepting myself even more deeply, or if I've been skipping out of my self-care practice and I need to commit to that self-care, this is when I put on the Kuan Yin pendant and I say, I'm choosing myself in this moment. I'm choosing to be authentic and real and present to who is here to be loved, which is myself first. And from that overflowing love, everyone's going to benefit. On the key code wrestler from Hathor, we have three words, three mantras, electric static bliss, divine birther of new worlds, and oracular activist. These three statements are what you and I came here to embody no matter how high that might see, seem to achieve, to be able to embody a, electrostatic bliss through direct revelation, to be a divine birther of a new world, which is happening regardless, but now you are becoming conscious of that. And to step forward in oracular activism, 
this is the path that we are all on. And what's interesting is that it's a pathway that we become more and more conscious of the more we work with the Sophia Code and the more that we mentor with these masters. One day we wake up to realizations that we never thought we could ever think those thoughts and we never thought we could love that kind of love or we never thought that we could forgive in that kind of way that we've found that we could forgive when we work with this transmission. And so I created these, this jewelry to help us ground and embody concepts that may have felt like a faraway star at one point in your life, but then one day you wake up and you realize the star was right inside of you. That's what this jewelry helps you embody. Eventually the teachings become self-realized within you. And so these are amulets and ascension technology that quicken and accelerate that process while protecting your human awareness as it is feeling all its feelings along the way of that awakening. So let's begin with our invocation. This is an invocation that I wrote for our Sophia Circle certification program. Our next certification program for leading others to the Sophia Code begins next year in 2020. If you'd like to learn more, you can reach out to our team angel and program coordinator, Ashley, at ashley at kyra.com. And uh, she'd be happy to set up a free phone call with you to explore your options. So before every Sophia Circle, we read the following invocation as facilitators and leaders of Sophia Christ Consciousness. And I'm gonna read it out loud for you to set our sacred space. Holy Mother Sophia, Creatrix of all life. Holy Father Sophia, Creator and Protector of all life. I call into the holy black womb and one source light that you are within us and all around us, sustaining us in the grace of your Sophia Christ consciousness. I call forth your Holy Spirit presence to fall fresh upon us as a dove of peace. It is your Sophia Christ consciousness that creates the space that we gather in now. We give thanks that it was your holy light that called forth our high council of ascended master mentors the Sophia Dragon Tribe, to mentor us in embodying the truth of our shared and equal sovereign divinity. At this time, we now welcome the first eight revealed key code mentors of the Sophia Code to create a circle of divine feminine Christ light and empowerment around us. Joining us in the north, we welcome key code seven, holy white buffalo woman, she of a thousand white clouds and thunder beams, to protect our prayer collective. Joining us in the Northeast, we welcome key code one, beautiful Isis, she of a thousand names to guide our prayer collective. Joining us in the East, we welcome key code two, radiant Hathor, she of a thousand voices to activate our prayer collective. Joining us in the Southeast, we welcome key code three, brilliant green Tara, she of a thousand stars to empower our prayer collective. Joining us in the south, we welcome key code four, beloved Mother Mary, she of a thousand roses to bless our prayer collective. Joining us in the southwest, we welcome key code five, holy Mary Magdalene, she of a thousand angels to anoint our prayer collective. Joining us in the West, we welcome Kiko's six, beloved Kuan Yin, 
she of a thousand waters to enlighten our prayer, our prayer collective. Joining us in the Northwest, we welcome key code 777, the Holy Seraphim Order of the Sophia Dragons, whose angelic presence and highest order amplifies the countless blessings of our prayer collective. Beneath us, we welcome the loving presence of Mother Earth, Sophia Gaia, grounding us for this perfect expansion happening now within our prayer collective. We now fill our prayer collective sanctuary with our collective I am presence, the Sophia Christ consciousness that exists as each of our higher selves. We lift this prayer call up into the seventh plane of pure Sophia source consciousness where instantaneous miracles and divine knowing exist. We surrender into the unconditionally loving divine will of Sophia, who seeks to prosper us in all ways. We invite the clear presence of Sophia, our beloved Ascended Master mentors, and our collective I Am Presence, Holy Spirit, to now direct the course of today's prayer collective for the highest and best good of all and we welcome everyone to our sanctuary space. <clears throat> if you have your copy of the Sophia Code, I invite you to turn to page, one page 115. <clears throat> and we're going to read the Sophia Code out loud before starting our meditation, because you're going to use the power of your own voice to remember what's really happening here. <clears throat> Excuse me, we're starting on page 113. So on page 113, there is the words that says Hathor speaks, and you're all on mute. So I invite you to read out loud with me to feel the power of your voice activating your own DNA as we read from Hathor's initiation in chapter seven of the Sophia Code. Hathor speaks, I am here as your loving witness in reflection of your worthiness to receive every blessing of your unlimited divine consciousness. You are worthy of the Holy Spirit's creative power within you to manifest heavenly realities on earth. Just as I once walked to the earth, birthing a golden age movement, you have also chosen this lifetime to participate as a leader in humanity's next golden age of miracles. The true joy of this human lifetime is to discover how unlimited you are in your ability to heal, empower, and create any outcome that you desire for the sheer pleasure of your self-realization. Your awareness is seeking to consciously experience and gather the momentum of your multidimensional self through an electro-ecstatic communion with all of your incarnations. Guided by your own Holy Spirit, this electro-ecstatic communion is the vehicle for creating the peace that you and all of humanity are seeking. 
you are here to heal and empower all of your parallel lifetimes through the initiations and activations of this single lifetime. The electrons in your body are the arc of the covenant vehicle. For your awareness to unify all of your oversoul's sovereign power in this lifetime. As a leader in this next golden age of miracles, your authentic embodiment of this holy communion will activate others to access the same potential within themselves. As your guiding mentor, I declare to your consciousness that all knowledge about the quantum universe exists within your own DNA. And if you would please join me in choosing, excuse me, yes, choosing and <laughs> turning to page 250 in the Sophia Code, we're weaving these passages together before our guided meditation. What happens when we read the Sophia Code out loud is it begins to relax our ego structures, it relaxes our defenses to receiving, it puts us in, the re in a receptive space towards our own sovereign divinity. And we start to loosen our grip on who we think we are when we read the Sophia Code out loud, and we open our hands to accept who we really are with every word that we read aloud. So if you could go to the second paragraph on page 250, we're gonna start to weave together the key code transmission of Kuan Yin with the key code transmission of Hathor. Embodying Karuna compassion begins with learning how to love yourself first, holding all the parts of yourself throughout every present moment and in every circumstance. It requires softening your heart to accept that the gift of your own Karuna compassion is the standard you deserve to experience in your relationship with yourself. No one else's opinion is required to acknowledge, quantify, or qualify your authentic experience of suffering for it to be real for you. Practicing Karuna does not require anyone else's approval or participation for you to receive the compassion that you deserve. Everything happening within you is here to be unconditionally honored by you without needing anyone else's permission to do so. Karuna compassion is taking the time to be present with your authentic experience, being kind to yourself in every way. The quantum healing energy of Karuna takes your awareness directly to the root belief systems of your original wounds. <clears throat> so that you may love those places within you that feel abandoned and unlovable. <clears throat> For that is the magic of Karuna. It is the compassion within you that is willing to love what you believe is unlovable, unforgivable, or lacking within yourself. In the practice of Karuna compassion, your own heart becomes your resource for receiving unconditional self-love and self-acceptance. So I want us to go back to that first sentence of the paragraph we just read. And let's read that first sentence again. The quantum healing energy of Karuna takes your awareness directly to the root belief systems 
of your original wounds so that you may love those places within you that feel abandoned and unlovable. For many of us, our original wounds didn't happen in this lifetime. For many of us, many of the wounds that we experienced in this lifetime were repeats of the wounding from other lifetimes. And the wounding, it doesn't have to be the same wounding as anyone else to still be wounding. It, it, wounding comes in so in a myriad of forms. And we all know in our heart what hurts. It doesn't have to be compared to anyone else's wounding to still hurt for ourselves. So finally, to tie these two passages together, because this is what the Sophia Code does in such a beautiful way. And you could do this for the rest of your life, pulling passages together to, to, as directed by Sophia God, to understand what the message of your day is um, through the Key Code's guiding, guiding light. I invite you to turn to page eight of the Sophia Code. We're going to jump over to page eight now. So, so far we have woven together Hathor's transmission on how all of your lifetimes want to come together as one from page 115. We've discussed how only it's only through true, authentic, chronic compassion for yourself that you can access the, or, the origin of your wounding from page 250. And now we're quantum leaping over to page eight in the Sophia Code, where Sophia herself, the divine mother creatrix of all life, for those of you who are new to this codex, in, the, in section one of the Sophia Code, we meet Sophia, which is just one name for the one divine mother of all life. She's not a goddess. She's not the Greek goddess of wisdom. She's not an entity. She's not an angel. She is the divine mother of all all life, which has many names. In this cosmology, Divine Mother came to me and asked me to call her Sophia. Sophia has the same number of letters as source. What we're talking about is the source consciousness that communicates um, through this text as the voice of the feminine principles of this consciousness. Um, so if you go to the bottom of page eight, there's a paragraph that starts with over the course. Let's begin there and read this aloud before we do our guided meditation and activation. <clears throat> over the course of your current life, you may have felt magnetically drawn to, to explore various mystical paths that recall your other lifetimes in service to these hidden lineages. including the religious sciences of India, Tibet, and Egypt, Taoism, Sufism, Gnostic Christianity, Kabbalism, and indigenous ceremonial arts, to name but a few. I share this blueprint of my hidden lineages to mirror a map within your DNA of all the lifetimes that you have lived in earnest preparation for this one. You may have lived out many incarnations and service the light of the Sophia Code for over 30,000 years of humanity's polarized exploration in spiritual enlightenment and oppression. You are now reading this text for an important reason. You are finally ready to receive the truth of your sovereign divinity. 
and to cast off the deliberate forgetting and hiding of your true nature. In other lifetimes, your socially conditioned spiritual service to many of these hidden Sophia lineages may have involved taking oaths and vows to deliberately forget or hide the truth of our shared divine nature and or taking oaths and vows to suffer or die for defending, for defending the truth of our shared divine nature. My seated golden age of miracles is here now. I speak directly about your soul's service in other lifetimes because it is time to release yourself from all of the vows and oaths you swore to protect the secret of the Sophia Code within humanity. Although all of these intentions were well-meaning, I never needed to be defended. I am the power of undefended love. My almighty presence is all that is. This living transmission is a sanctuary for you to lay down your spiritual judgments, sacrifices, and weapons of another age so that you may finally rest in, reveal, and celebrate the sovereignty of your true self and our shared invincible nature. It is safe for the living master within you to finally be revealed through our undefended love, undefended divine love. It is vitally important that you give yourself permission to shine in this lifetime, free of all social conditioning, to be seen for who you really are. We are one. So here we have, right out of the gate in chapter one of the Sophia Code, the Holy Divine Mother of all life, declaring to us that all of the lifetimes that we might have taken oaths or vows or been wounded or have even died for what we believed in are being resolved right now in this lifetime. And in the resolution, we are being reborn into the truth of who we really are. And in that resolution, eventually what we come to discover is that we want to help others by leading through our embodiments and by being way showers of grace so that people will know what it looks like to go through that same remembrance, that same reconciliation, and that same celebration of who they really are. And so giving thanks for the word of the Sophia Code that blesses us with these teachings. We're going to open our hearts to Hathor and Kuan Yin, bringing us on a journey of activation and meditation so that we can create new neurological pathways in which we receive more of who we really are and integrate that into our daily life. So let's take three deep breaths together and find our center. The center of your universe is actually right below your navel. So I invite you to breathe in through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Right at the center of your being. And if you have challenges being in your body, this is a really safe time to practice being inside of your body because that's where the journey of ascension happens. It's inside your body. So breathing in through your nose.
Let's do that two more times, inhaling. Exhaling. Inhaling. Exhaling. And for those of you who um, are needing a little extra support, bringing your awareness into this meditation, into this moment, because there's nothing else happening right now. If this is the moment you've chosen, this is the meditation that you've chosen to be a part of at this moment in time, there's just nothing else to do but to become very, very present to it. So you can bring your hands to your heart or have one in your heart and one in your belly and I invite you to Speak that Sanskrit seed syllable of Om in a way that resonates your body into presence. Om is literally the sound of creation happening in motion. And for those of you who can hear that sound when you open up the ear chakras, it's literally the sound that is keeping creation in motion. It is a real thing. It's not just something that was made up for a yoga class. It's a, it's a phenomenon of divine nature that the ancient ones captured as a seed syllable to point to that which is birthing all of creation through a sound. So let's say that sound together in remembrance of who we are as one with that birther of creation. And we welcome the presence of your higher self. Blessing your body, heart, and mind and opening your awareness to the presence of Hathor and Kuan Yin who have arrived by your side. And in this moment, you find that there's a prayer that is praying you to come back to the waters of life, the ocean. And you find yourself walking through a jungle towards a sandy beach. And the air, the breeze, it's just the right temperature for this very comfortable embrace of the warm tropical air around you, welcoming you and inviting you towards the shoreline. And you may hear a few birds singing as you pass by. Hathor is walking along your right side and Kuan Yin is walking with you on your left. And you feel this incredible balance as you walk towards the ocean with these key code mentors by your side. Hathor's solar radiance and um, the, the beautiful countenance of her divine feminine Christ embodiment that is blazing with this solar, very masculine, radiant, outward energy, 
regenerates and uplifts the right side of your body, which is considered the masculine side of your body. Kuan Yin, with all of her beautiful waters and the elegance of her every motion and the receptivity of her pinks and blues that are uh, that she's adorned with and that beautiful piercing white light is gently piercing any darkness unconscious darkness that you may have about how worthy you are to receive her presence in this moment and you feel the waters of her compassion as well as the waters of abundance being activated because Hathor's consciousness is pure abundance and the solar principle of that abundance is being reflected on the waters of Kuan Yin to create this incredible yin yang dragon egg of blessings over your body, heart, and mind as you walk towards that ocean shoreline. Being receptive to the grace of, the, of an abundance of everything that you need, being neurologically repatterned into your prefrontal cortex with every step that you walk towards that shoreline. And as you arrive on that that sandy shoreline. You notice that you have arrived adorned to be baptized by the ocean. There's some kind of ceremonial bathing garb that you are now wearing that indicates that this is a baptism. And whatever it is, it's the perfect temperature for you to now begin to walk into the water with Hathor and Kuan Yin walking into the water with you side by side. And what's so beautiful about this moment is that it's sunset time and the sun is only, mm, it looks like it's about 30 feet above the ocean's horizon. The waters are relatively still, ever moving, but there's no large waves. You're in a safe bay the water is, is a beautiful warmth, and the water is quite clear and clean. And it laps up against you as you walk to chest height. The water needs to be right above your heart chakra. And during the sunset, what we want to do is we want to call forth with Hathor and Kuan Yin's presence here guiding your consciousness. We want to call forth a lifetime or it could be multiple lifetimes that are connected to that one lifetime that is ready to heal from your quote-unquote past but we also understand that they are all happening simultaneously. A parallel lifetime that needs your healing grace in this moment. So I invite you as you stand with the ocean up to your heart to create a perfect triangle with your hands and raise it up to the sun in your vision, in your guided meditation. And look at the sun and keep your arms up and straight as you look at the sun through this triangle that's activating your third eye right now as you stand in the baptismal waters of the ocean. And you're going to feel the rays of the sun's light pouring through that triangle. Because what you're doing is you're setting the intention 
that the setting sun, the rays of the setting sun are coming through this focal point of the triangle to bring you information and healing and activation into your third eye and your whole body. Feeling those warm waves, soft waves lapping up against your heart. You may feel your feet enjoying the soft white sand under your feet. You can dig your feet in a little bit, feel your connection to the earth. And feeling those rays of light drying down closer and closer to the edge of the ocean. At this time, I invite you to speak this prayer with me. Holy Mother, Holy Father of all life, you can repeat after me. I invoke my higher self and I invoke my oversoul. I invoke your Holy Spirit that connects all of the incarnations that I am living now across the space-time continuum through my higher self and oversoul. I call upon the very electrons of my body to reach out through this setting sun for a prayer that it is done, it is done, it is done. For Holy Mother, I seek to complete the cycles of suffering that I have suffered from one lifetime to the next. It is my intention, Holy Mother, Holy Father of all life, to call forth all of the pearls I've gained, all of the gifts and talents and skills and, and love and understanding and wisdom that I have received from all of the pain that I have suffered and all of the trials that I have endured, even the deaths that have come that were not natural, but from persecution, Holy Mother, Holy Father, those pearls belong to me as well. And I welcome your Holy Spirit as my higher self, bringing those cycles of karmic suffering to an end. And I welcome this setting sun to be the last day that this pain has any hold over me. Be the last sunset that these karmic ages could possibly recreate themselves into any moment. I call forth and welcome these healing rays of Sophia Christ consciousness, bringing that purification and that completion in this moment to every cell of my body across space and time to all the bodies of light that I have walked through that I have walked as and I send these waters of compassion from this very ocean that I am being baptized to, to now baptize those lifetimes that are ready to receive this grace. Of my own higher self. 
commanding this miracle over my soul now. It is done, it is done, it is done by the power of three, a perfect trinity, it is done. Now I invite you to start to feel that all of that karmic debris draining out of your root chakra down into the ocean. The ocean can handle it. She's got you. She is a mother consciousness that reflects Sophia's consciousness. She is here to support you as part of Mother Earth's consciousness. It's big enough to clear this karmic debris. And as you keep your hands in that triangle position facing the setting sun, watch the sun go all the way down to the last sliver over the horizon of the ocean. You may even see a green flash as the ocean and the sun become one. And as you witness the sun completely merging with the ocean in your mind's eye, completing that final day that this karma could have any hold over you, you may feel a door closing internally because it is done. And in your mind's eye, I invite you to visualize that the stars above are calling you now to rest. They're twinkling in the sky above you. So beautiful. There's a beautiful breeze and Hathor and Kornian walk you to a bed that's been prepared on back on the beach. It's so comfortable. There are many oils that they anoint you with and they rub them into your body and into your heart. Because Mary Magdalene is here as a part of this healing ceremony. She has joined Kuan Yin in anointing your body and all of the meridians and chakra points that you need to feel their healing presence readjusting and recalibrating your, your embodiment to accept this much grace in this moment. As Hathor sings over you, the songs of Sophia that recalibrate you to a new day, new consciousness, new neurological pathways of worthiness. And so you are now invited after a long, deep, restful, peaceful sleep to awaken moments before the sun arises the next morning. And once again, Hathor and Kuan Yin walk with you back into the ocean where your heart is now covered by the ocean once again and it begins to be filled with the joy of dolphins clicking the sounds of whales singing other creatures that spin and spiral their joy for who you really are schools of fish there's a deeper connectivity when you connect to this ocean that there are so many beings that are all connected in consciousness through these waters 
and they all feel the same amount of compassion for you as Kuan Yin. And ending waters of compassion. And as you begin to watch that sun rise, you bring your hands to that same triangle position. And pull the sun up through your triangle hands, through that perfect trinity. And as you do, you will feel the rays of that new day pouring through your arms, opening up your third eye, the rising sun, descending down through your crown chakra. And we call forth all of the strength and all of the wisdom, all of the knowledge and all of the creative genius, all of the important understanding and compassion all of the willpower and faith that you have cultivated in that lifetime or in all of those lifetimes that you deserve to have back into this lifetime, grounded and embodied within you now. We welcome that rising sun activation. Begin to weave a new story in your prefrontal, cortex, prefrontal lobe cortex that this is a new day. This is a new start. This is a completely new start. You may feel pieces of yourself traveling across the ocean at the speed of light, returning to your physical embodiment. Almost as though there are just pieces that are locking in to holes you didn't even know were there until this moment of awareness where this, these parts of you from another lifetime are coming home to you here in this lifetime on this planet. In the rays of this consciousness, Hathor and Kuan Yin are assisting your higher self to rearrange both your inner reality and by default your outer reality to reflect back to you. Today, you have discovered even more of your wholeness, and you have consciously claimed that wholeness back to you. For the next 20 seconds of peaceful quiet, I invite you to receive or to feel any messages that may be coming to you upon your own heart's energy, your own heart's voice, about why this part of you is returning to you today. And it may be because you have found a deeper calling in how you are here to become even more alive, engaged, and involved through your purpose for being here. And this is going to support you in the exploration, deepening, and quickening of your purpose for being here.
You may feel Hathor's hand upon the back of your heart as Kuan Yin adjusts your chakras to integrate this part of your soul into your current embodiment and to seal these activations in the light and fire of your own Holy Spirit, higher self. And they walk you from the ocean back to the shores. And now the sun is high above you. And I welcome you in this moment to bring your hands to your heart and consider that you've spent an entire lifetime to lead up to this moment where you could receive this part of yourself back to you beyond even maybe your understanding at all about what's coming back to you, that it is happening in this moment. And that just as the sun continues to set and rise every day without any effort on your part, you will continue to be guided by a consciousness that is, going, that is guiding you in how to embody this very important part of you. If this part of you that has returned to you that is bringing um, knowledge or wisdom or confidence or a skill set that you didn't even know you had access to, you may feel intimidated or vulnerable about embodying it as soon as it comes back. Know that surely as the sun rises and sets, as night is always followed by another day, you will grow into this part of yourself with the mentorship of the Ascended Masters by your side. Hathor and Kuan Yin make an exceptional pair of key code mentors for this level of deep soul integration work. And so as we gather together in gratitude with our hearts, I invite you to thank Hathor and Kuan Yin. And we also thank the entire Sophia Dragon Tribe High Council, all of the Kiko members that have gathered about us to create the sanctuary space for our highest evolution. We give thanks and say, it is done, it is done, it is done. By the power of three, a perfect trinity, it is done, and so it is. I invite you to, if it's possible, to take time to journal and write about any visions or insights or messages or feelings that came up for you during tonight's meditation. You can also invite Hathor and Queen to remain with you as you integrate these shifts over the next week, over the next month. Please remember that we are approaching the fall equinox, and that means that any during any solstice or equinox, <clears throat> we become uh, highly aware of how much is transforming in us, uh, as well as being activated and empowered within us simultaneously. So may tonight's active activation continue to bless you all the way through this upcoming equinox portal. I also invite you to be very gentle with yourselves for three days before the equinox and three days after because the portal of the equinox happens within a six-day period surrounding that date in the center. Um, <clears throat> 
So if there was a moment to really lean into your mentorship with both of these mentors, this would be that moment right now. When we um, approach the fall equinox, we're, you know, we're in September. This is now when, when we really begin to consider uh, what we want to learn about for our next steps, how we want to become more empowered in our purpose and our leadership. And uh, before we close, I just want to extend a very warm invitation to you to come and join us in Sedona to deeply mentor with Hathor and Isis, Mary Magdalene, White Buffalo Woman and the Sophia Dragons. We're going to be channeling their transmissions, their activations, uh, their leadership blessings. And we're going to be doing it in such a dynamic, embodied way with the Sedona Creative Life Center in October, which is just one month from now. And um, if you would like to learn more about it, if it's right for you, please feel free to reach out to us to schedule a free exploratory call with our team. We have payment plans that are available until September 30th, and it would be an honor and pleasure to support your purpose radiating the way Hathor radiates um, in her Christ consciousness. All of, the, all of these masters represent your potential in this lifetime, so it would be our great honor to support the, the radiance of your potential in Sedona. I truly hope I get to meet you there. All my love to each and every one of you. I look forward to being back at our prayer collective um, sanctuary next month. Um, between now and then, be blessed. Always know that you are surrounded in the love of the masters. Every moment of every day, no matter how you may feel about it, it's all still true. And um, my higher self is with you as well. All my love, blessings to you. Namaste.